Indeed, everything that you've not heard is not true. This is, you're listening right now. Here we are. We're starting up. I think we're happening. I can hear that this, you are right now. This is WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM on the radio and at WTJU.net. And this is WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio online at wfmu.org slash drummer and I think it's possible that at some moment or maybe already when it sneaks up on us you might be listening to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza please hello hi this is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza
humans have always been striving for freedom and resist constraints on their activity. Now this can be suppressed. So take something in our ordinary experience, uh, getting a job. Uh, suppose you're, you know, you're out of work. You don't have anything to eat. You look for a job. It's considered a wonderful thing to get a job. It wasn't always that way. You go back to the origins of the Industrial Revolution, mid 19th century, take a look at the working class literature. There was a very rich working class literature. The idea of having a job was considered a, a totally intolerable assault on elementary human dignity and human rights. Why should you be subjected to a master? Why should anybody spend most of their waking hours following orders given by a totalitarian ruler? That's what having a job is. It means you're following the orders of a master. And in the early stages of the Industrial Revolution, this was regarded as not really different from slavery. In fact, it was called wage slavery. It was different from slavery only in that it was temporary until you could become a free, independent human being again. This is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. If you're listening on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, thanks for supporting us today, this this week, this two weeks during our fundraising drive. If you're listening to WTGU Charlottesville, you're hearing everything in slow motion, and I don't know why. I hope you can enjoy it. It's challenging. It's not intended. And thanks for listening. There's a playlist and a live chat going on. Uh, the link is at the top of each of the websites, wtju.net, wfmu.org slash drummer and lastever.org. Thanks for listening.
Hegemonic common sense captures people and imprisons them and gets them to not comprehend their own natural instincts and desires. And this the, for a revolutionary, the first step is try to try to unravel these kind of constraints on thinking that make us automatically obedient and subservient instead of asking, is that right? Hegemonic common sense captures people and imprisons them and gets them to not comprehend their own natural instincts and desires. And this is the, for a revolutionary, the first step is try to try to unravel these kind of constraints on thinking that make us automatically obedient and subservient instead of asking, is that right? Hegemonic common sense captures people and imprisons them and gets them to not comprehend their own natural instincts and desires. And this thing, for a revolutionary, the first step is try to try to unravel these kind of constraints on thinking that make us automatically obedient and subservient instead of asking, is that right? Hegemonic common sense captures people and imprisons them and gets them to not comprehend their own natural instincts and desires. For a revolutionary, the first step is try to, try to unravel
hegemonic Hegemonic common sense captures people and imprisons them and gets them to not comprehend their own natural instincts and desire.
my joysticks are only for computer games. A computer can get input through a joystick to write music or draw pictures, as well as play games. Totally awesome. But there are lots of other ways to tell computers what to do. Like the mouse? Right. It's an input device. The mouse is an easier way to move the cursor. You can use it to make pictures and some graphic programs, or move words around if you're using a word processor. Need home. Some computers have special screens that are sensitive to your touch. Choose an item from the list and touch your choice. The computer serves up what you ordered. Is that why they call the list a menu? Sharp thinking, Gabby. The keyboard is the most often used input device, but there are lots of others, even the light pen. It lets you draw on the screen and add color. Wow, that's crazy. We're the computer generation. See you soon. Any social system that constrains or restricts human creative impulses and independence is illegitimate. happening today is you could be listening in multiple multiple ways you could be listening on wtju on the radio in which case everything sounds completely wrong you could be listening on wtju online and that will sound fine you could be listening on wfmu's give the drummer radio wfmu.org slash drummer uh maybe that's okay and you could be listening to an archive of this uh in which you'll hear me um, saying all these things and wondering what I'm talking about, everything is going to be okay. But if it sounds like it's in slow motion, I encourage you to switch over to one of the other ways. Here, I'll tell you what I mean. Getting a job. Everything sounds completely wrong. You could be listening on WTJU online. That will sound fine. You could be listening on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio. WFMU.org. Let's see how much slower it makes that. You go back to the origins I of can, the Industrial Revolution. I can embrace this, except I hate it. Maybe this is how everyone else feels the rest of the time. Intolerable assault on dignity and human rights. Why should you be subjected to a mass? Why should anybody spend most of their waking hours following orders given by a totalitarian rule of law? Let's see how much slower it makes that. I can, I can embrace this, except I hate it. Maybe this is how everyone else feels the rest of the time.
So, um, I guess I should speak with a high-pitched voice, um, but I can't. So, mirroring, mimicking impulse. Different from the impulse to fit in is the impulse to find within, find yourself and bring it out to others. And, it, and it's you maybe need to do both at once. You may not know what you are until you bring it out to others. They may not know what they are until you bring yourself out to them. And then maybe nothing is, and maybe everything, everything is in waiting for everyone else. Almost everyone else. Maybe a few people are speaking aloud, loudly and frequently, and they're filling in all the gaps, and you're forgetting. You're forgetting that you would have spoken if there had only been some gaps, a lot of gaps, maybe a lot of silence, really long expanses of silence. Maybe you need to wait and leave someone space, leave someone an hour of silence until they find something, maybe a week. I used to have a rule that I would have to speak once a week. And I think I got out of habit. I think that stopped looking at the rule. The rule acknowledged the fear. The rule acknowledged the fear of speaking. It acknowledged the fear, the risk, the risks, the risks of not conforming, the risks of conforming, the risks of finding out, the risks of connecting. Connection is scary. Finding out that somebody feels the same way you do can be scary. If you don't think your own footing is sure enough and you find out that somebody else is sharing that footing with you, oh no, what if we all topple over together? We have real reasons to be afraid, to be afraid of things. We have real reasons to be afraid of what brews within us. And what is only bubbling and it is not, not really cooked. We have reason to be afraid of not connecting fully. That is scary. There's a reason someone be, would be afraid of that. You used to go around and tell people what you thought. I remember when you used to tell people what you thought. You weren't that afraid. Every now and then somebody would laugh at you. They'd point. You'd see them in the schoolyard. They'd point. They'd laugh. And you were worried. You were uncomfortable. You didn't know why. What was it about laughing? What did that trigger? What was it about pointing? Are animals afraid when they are pointed at? feel fear when they laugh at each other. Is laughing a good thing? I remember when you used to laugh a lot. I remember how that laugh sounded. It was full. It didn't come from your throat. It, it came from deeper. I remember that laugh. It was a, a crinkly laugh. It wasn't a strained laugh. It was a rolling over 
just felt like, it felt like comfortable waves of gray sand. I felt a loosening inside myself when I heard you laugh. I didn't know what things were constrained and then they were released. And I felt a little bit freer. Your laughing made me freer. You told me what you thought. You hadn't even figured out what you thought, but you told me while you were thinking it, it was new. You'd spent a lot of time not listening to anything else and you were able to find something that you thought. You had to, you had to stop working in that. There was an office you used to work in and you shared space with a lot of other people and I, I remember that some people, it maybe was just one person, turned on the radio a lot um, when you were working. You were working together so then you all had to hear that same radio and the radio would come in every now and then somebody would start talking. Do you remember when people used to talk? They would talk, they would say things on the radio and they had spent years and years being taught how to speak on the radio in a certain way and you found that it filled in the gaps you didn't have to think so much anymore because the gaps were filled in it was a comforting warm voice it had filters at all the right levels it reminded you of everyone at the same time it made you feel satiated and hungry at the same time instinctively you would believe anything that that person said to you. You knew that they were speaking to you. They spoke to you in the second person. And you knew they were speaking to you and you thought, it's so wonderful that this person speaks to me on the radio. I'll follow them anywhere. The person would take some breaks from speaking and they would perhaps some art, play some artwork that in some way had the idea of following programmed into it and that gave you the idea to follow and so you thought I'll follow this person. The person never said follow me. It was just something in their tone something very welcoming and you knew somewhere in you you knew if you just followed that voice everything would be okay again. You didn't know where the voice was coming from. It sounded like it was coming from right in your own room. It sounded like it was coming from deep within you your heart, speaking to you, and you thought you didn't really know where it was coming from. It's so wonderful that this person speaks to me on the radio. Even your radio speaker was so well decorated that I'll you stopped thinking anywhere. of it as an electronic device, and it, it had a kind of warmth. The to person it. would take some breaks. It from felt trustworthy. You thought I can believe Perhaps. anything that comes from here because it's just all so warm. Somebody smiled when they showed it to me. And that person, oh, that resonance, it's just, there's a part of me that's being, it's just sort of vibrating. I'll follow that voice anywhere. And I remember you stopped thinking. I remember. I remember you got calmer. You were calmer. But it was a little bit flat. It was a little bit flat. I remember when you got flatter. I remember that day when you started saying things and I noticed that the other people that you worked with, 
that they'd been saying those same things every now and then a new word a new phrase and you were saying it i never heard you use that phrase before i was always paying so much attention to language and speech patterns and i noticed it stood out to me when your started you there were new phrases and all the people you worked with were using the same phrases and then and then i went with you you took me to lunch we went we went out to lunch and the other people where you took me to lunch they also were using those new phrases those phrases nobody had ever said before and i noticed that everyone around you was saying them all of a sudden and i noticed a lack of self-consciousness in the way you spoke those new phrases and those new words that i don't think you'd ever used before i knew you as someone who had a kind of consistency to their to their language and it was very noteworthy that you were using those new words and phrases i remember that shift i remember when that happened and i thought Okay, I don't use these words and phrases, but are there words and phrases that uh that have come my way that everyone was using at the same time? Or maybe I just didn't work in an office. I didn't listen to the radio. I never listened to the radio. I never heard those voices. I never took in that art. I read about that art. The art that had that idea of following in it. I I missed it. I remember I was absent that day. I remember I went in, I was on my way in and they were going to tell me that and I remember turning around. I remember feeling the cold wind against my face. I think I was about 12 and I remember thinking, I don't have to go. But I turned around, I didn't go. A sense of autonomy. And I know that I was right because that's what i decided gradually i started to learn that other people made they made different decisions for me different decisions than i would have made but they were right those people who were making the decisions on their own i knew they had to be right for themselves for making those decisions and it's taken a continual practice to remember even when their decisions don't seem to make sense to me or they offend me or they scare me sometimes they scare me and i look and i look to see what is it what personal fear of mine is is stirred up by that and i look for that i try to find out what is it about me that's making me feel afraid that that person sometimes it's hard to tell is that their idea usually you can tell when you hear a lot of people saying the same thing at once you can guess that wasn't obviously their own idea because if all these other people are saying it at the same time clearly it was not every one of their inventions at the same exact moment but every now and then you hear someone say something and it is different it does come outside of that that mass migration usually it's a person who i think perhaps doesn't listen to those things So I'm glad that I can remember you and I will remember you forever and this is my remembrance to you. I'm glad that I've spent all that time with you. And I would have spent more time with you but you had to watch something I came over. I remember that time I visited. I came from far away, far far away out of town and I came to visit you just for the night. But you had to watch something 
because it was that time to watch it. It was 8 p.m. and it was Monday and you had to watch it. You, didn't, you couldn't watch it later. You had to watch it at 8 because you knew that's when the other people were also watching it. So you stopped and you watched it. And we did spend less time together because of that because, well, I wasn't there. I wasn't watching it and I wasn't being watched. But this is my remembrance of you and all those times we shared and all those times we almost shared. And I hope that you do well and I hope that you clear out and I hope that you find your way again. Whatever that way is, I think it's going to keep changing. I hope you find that ever-changing way in yourself. I trust you. I don't trust everyone. But I do trust you. Singular you. Collective you. Thanks for listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Airing live today. Maybe it's the first time in a while it's been airing live. It's, it's, not that it's been almost live for a little while. This it's been live, live, but it doesn't sound live. It just doesn't count. I wasn't following my rules. My rules say every week. And so here it is. It's a week. And so here it is live. It's happening right now. There is no plan. There's nothing written. There are no scripts. There are no... It's just happening now. Improvisation. Finding one's own creativity and expressing it out so that others may find their own and express it out. It's been almost this is not authoritative. This has been live, and I'm glad you've been here. More information about the project count. I wasn't is at lasteverent.org. Every week. And so Most here it is. Weekend, you can figure so out when it is on the is air. It's happening right now. There is when no it is live. My goodness, I think if you go there right now, it doesn't even explain that it's on right now. Not fully, not completely. But it's on right now. That's why you're hearing it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. You might be participating in the online playlist chat that's going on at... um, At some point, you'll be able to find that link on that page. I think you can find it. I think you can find it. I'll update it right now. It's the link in the playlist for now. This is airing at two stations simultaneously and semi-simultaneously. And... Two different halves of the show are airing at once or half airing on their own. Not fully, not completely. On WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio online at WFMU.org slash drummer every Monday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And right here live on the radio on WTJU Charlottesville 91.1 FM. Also online at WFMUWTJU.net. You can send email, ken at lastever.org. You can post your comment right now in the playlist comment chat that is linked from those addresses. Two different halves of the show are Doing the things with my fingers and fewer things. On WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio online at WFMU.org slash drummer every Monday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, and right here live on the radio on WTJU Charlottesville. I really hope you haven't been
been listening on WTJU on the radio 91.1 FM today because it sounds entirely broken. It's not supposed to sound like this. It's, it's not supposed to be in slow motion. It's not supposed to fade out every two minutes and skip ahead. This isn't the way. And thanks to everyone who's been listening everywhere, all the different ways and all the different places, and feeling all the ways you're going to feel about it. And thanks to those people who, who pledge support on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, like Derek and David and Bill and Paul and Stephen and Nicole and William and Michael and Victor and Stephen and y- Yvonne and Rob and Jason. Thank you. For everyone else, thank you. Please keep listening. But please, not on the radio. sounds right again. If you're still somehow here on the radio, you can stay now.
represent a fundamental right of man to have access to the good things in life. Without roads, established family favorites would become elitist delicacies. Potter's soup would be for the few. There'd be no more tea bags, no instant potatoes, no long life cream. There'd be no aerosols. Detergents would vanish. So would tin spaghetti and baked beans with six frankfurters. The right to smoke one's chosen brand would be denied. Chewing gum would probably disappear. So would pork pies. Foot deodorizers would climax without hope of replacement. When the hydrolyzed protein and monosodium glutamate reserves ran out, food would rot in its packets. Jesus Christ, there wouldn't be any more packets. Packaging would vanish from the face of the earth. Worst of all, there'd be no more cars. More than anything, people love their cars. They have a right to them. They have to sweat all day in some stinking factory making disposable cigarette lighters or everlasting Christmas trees. By Christ, they're entitled to them. They're entitled to any innovation technology brings, whether it's 10% more of it or 15% off of it. They're entitled to it. They're entitled to one of four important new ingredients. Why should anyone have to clean their teeth without important new ingredients? Why the hell shouldn't they have their CCT? How dare some snotty Marxist carbuncle presume to deny them it? They love their CCT. They want it, they need it, they positively adore it. By Christ, while I've got air in my body, they're going to get it. They're going to get it bigger and brighter and better. I'll put CZT in their margarine if necessary. Shove vitamins in their toilet rolls. If happiness means the whole world standing on a double layer of foot deodorizers, I badly will see that they get them. I'll give them anything and everything they want. By God, I will. I shall not cease till Jerusalem is building here on England's green. Wonderful human beings. God, I miss them. So I. 
Along the journey of our life, I woke to find myself in a dark wood. The sedges withered for I had wandered off from the straight path. inspiration, ideas, where to go, what to do, how to go, how to go, I can't, nobody can, you can't, you can't do it by yourself, and you can't do it without yourself, you have to find both, you have to find yourself, and you have to find your, you're with others, I'm glad you're here today though, I am glad, I'm glad that you are here, I'm glad that you are hearing or listening, speaking or making or drawing or creating. I am glad. I'm glad for you. You can listen to this show with headphones on. Or you can listen to this show out in your yard. You can listen to this show while you're drawing. You can listen to this show while you're making music. Listen to the show while you're reading. You can listen to the show while you're pushing buttons, working for a master. You may or may not know who that master is, but you're pushing their buttons. You listen to the show. It's okay. It's okay to stop. It's okay to start. Thanks for listening to the first half of today's not yet named, not yet fully created, only half created, 
episode of Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. You might be hearing this as part of another episode, because sometimes that happens. Um, I can just speak for right now, though, and tell you... um, Show number 775. Kind of a round number if you're looking in base 10. 775 today. Happy anniversary. Like this is the sand anniversary. One sand. And we're going to move into the second half. Which is, I wouldn't notice except that there are things I have to do to connect the first half to the second half. For the first half of the people listening and the second half of the people listening. I could spare you what makes it confusing. Or I could tell you what makes it confusing. Two stations, same show, live, but not exactly the same time and not exactly a different time. as we are in show number 801. Does that make sense? And it's WTJU. It's WFMU's Give a Drum Radio. It's lastever.org. You can listen online. You can listen on the radio. You can listen in the past. You can listen in the future. You can listen to itself. Send a comment. Post on the playlist chat that is here for uh, really just come on, come on and check in. There's a link at the top of each one of those sites. Lastever.org. Find the link. Find your way to the chat. Say hello. If you're supporting the the fundraiser over on the FMU side, thanks. Thank you. You get a fuzzy scrubber next to your name in the chat. Coming here on Give the Drummer Radio. See you soon. Midway along the journey of our life, I woke to find myself in a dark wood. Where I had wandered off from the straight path. Uh oh, now it's two stations. Listen if you really want to do it that way. 
it's not my personal recommendation, but I don't have any personal recommendations. You could listen to both moments at the same time that are happening at the same Indeed, time. Everything right that I've just not moment, heard is not moment. true. This is you're listening. I think right now. I think uh, here we are. Here we're starting up. I think we're happening. Here it comes. Yes, it's two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, and five o'clock right now. I can hear that this you are right now. This is WTJU Charlottesville. 91.1 FM on the radio and at WTJU.net and this is WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio online at WFMU.org slash drummer and I think it's possible that at some moment or maybe already when it sneaks up on us you might be listening to Ken's last ever radio extravagance please, hello, hi this is Ken's last ever radio goodbye to 2 o'clock, goodbye to 3 o'clock what we're hearing now, what we're hearing now, to, ex- to spoil, in case you had given up on figuring out for yourself, this is both moments at the same time. This is the halfway moment, the beginning moment. Not heard is not true. This is you're listening right now. Here we are. We're starting up. I think we're happening. I can hear that this you are right now. This is WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM on the radio and at WTJU.net. And this is WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio. I see. I was wondering why there isn't some feedback. Why is it that what I'm saying right now, or what I said an hour ago, isn't repeating? That's the same thing. I was just trying to figure out an hour from now. It's a very, very long. We're right now inside of a one-hour-long feedback loop. That's just what I was thinking. I hope that you can stay in the loop for as many iterations as you're inspired to. I think the same thing as myself. I hope the levels are good for you. Yes, I see. This is a good journey. Some of you are hearing me say this right now. I said an hour ago. It's a different thing. It's the same thing. It's just trying to figure out an hour from now. It's a very, very long. It's sufficient. It's just what I was thinking. It's just what I was thinking. Stay in the loop for as many as as you are inspired from an hour to. I think the same thing is myself. And the people who are hearing me talk about. I don't remember how long it was before I said you can check in on the live playlists, but I think they're already doing it. The link is now actually at the top.
seconds long. These are a lot of leaps. You can imagine that there's actually leaps moving discussing the show as it's happening, or possibly discussing an hour after it's happened, or possibly discussing an hour before it happened. The link is at the top of lastever.org. The link is also at the top of wtju.net. And the link is also at the top of wfmu.org slash drummer. Welcome, everybody, online, on the radio, on the archives, in the remix, and everything else. Please do drop drop a comment in or send an email if that's your thing. You might send an email that says, I have been a bully. Nothing too crazy, just meaning just meanness. Just a few times in my life, in school and over forty years ago, one time I called a victim, my friend and classmate, many years into adulthood, and he didn't even remember it, but correctly pointed out that I was calling him for my name. Perhaps that's what I'm doing now, to reach out to bullies and their victims and wish peace and reconciliation for both. I also learned afterwards how rich life can be, and mine has been, when one's heart and mind are opened and welcoming to people, even those who are silent. Hopefully, lessons learned which have served me and others for a lifetime. That's the kind of thing you could email right now if you wanted to. And here it is. Here we are. Thank you for that. Thank you. Many people speaking lately about reconciliation, compassion, understanding. A wonderful time to come together. And to be your own bully. say something, I'll see, I'll see your,
first radio station, we had apprenticeships, and it was just like this. And, and having an apprenticeship right now and doing a show, and somebody else is learning how to do a show at the same time. Thank you. 
listening today to the we're, we're all in training we're all learning how to be we're learning how to make how to do new things I like lists I've always found lists really funny that was a good list thank you for that list thanks for listening today to the I know I'm forgetting something, which is great. What a great feeling. You should find things to do to help you to forget.
customs, customs. Some consider it customary. They'd like for me. I would have a, I would have a specific. I'd have a role. I'd have a role in this conversation. There's certain things I'd have to say. There's a protocol that I would be expected to follow, whether or not I felt it were appropriate at the moment. I would tell you. I would tell you what's playing right now. That would be the protocol. I mean, what's been playing for the last hour and 35 minutes? Got confused. There's a lot of, there are a lot of radios around. They're all playing this from a different time, and I, it's, I don't, I don't know if it's helping me get into the time or out of the time. All these things are playing. So many things are playing. Did you ever just want to play all the things? Just clear away all the things. tell you more more important things sometimes the setting sometimes the setting seems right sometimes I'll just start saying important things it's not usually socially appropriate which is a funny phrase I used it experimentally right then I don't think it makes sense appropriate according to what everything is relative according to whose standards it's important to understand whose standards you're following. You may have developed habits. Sometimes it's healthy. Sometimes it's healthy to not know exactly why you think what you think, because it's a lot to think about all the time. Sometimes you just have to settle into some kind of habit or pattern. You don't have to think about everything all the time, but I think sometimes you have to think about things. Sometimes you have to think about things all the time and wonder why you're doing them. Ask the questions. Ask the questions. It's healthy to not know exactly why you think what you think because it's a lot to think about all the time. Sometimes you can find the source, the source from within yourself, from whence, from which, from how. You came up with this idea to do this thing, to be this way, to think this thing, to say this thing. And sometimes it's still relevant. Sometimes it's good that you're still doing that thing. It was good. It was helpful that you revisited it. And you say, yes, you you can stay. I understand you. But sometimes, sometimes, you know, it doesn't always make sense. Sometimes you don't even know where it came from. Why did I wake up thinking that today? Usually when I have a new thought, it's a thought that makes me scratch my head. I stop and I try to think exactly where did this thought come from? Did somebody say something to me? Did I hear something? Maybe they weren't speaking to me, but there was something playing in the background. Anonymously, maybe a voice on the radio. And maybe that's where the idea came from. And I stop. I will take as long as it takes to remember where that came from because I want to know where did it all come from? It seems to be, it seems that there's a responsibility to be identifying all the things that are in you. Like reading your own ingredients label. 
What am I made of? Where did this come from? Where was it made? See if you can figure that out. Where did this come from? This thing that you're thinking? Where's it from? Is it yours? Are you just borrowing it? Did you want it? Does someone else want it? And you can give it back. Figure out where it came from and give it back to them. Or send it ahead. Or you can just bury it. You can bury it and let it turn to something else. We collect all the words and all the phrases that have ever been said in little envelopes. We keep them in drawers. All the little sounds. All the big explosions, they're all in these little envelopes. Organized by name. Go ahead and put yours there. Start over. Start fresh. Reseat. Reset. Start again. Start from some source, some source within yourself, some reliable, some kind of system of values that you could feel good about living with. That could answer all your own questions for you. Share something with me that you're thinking, and then talk about where did it come from. You can try that anyway. Figure out where it came from. Figure out where it came from. listening or being in the middle of listening or being at the end of your listening or not having listened or done other things. You can choose a verb that you like. For historical reasons, this has been called Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. There have been some questions. There have been some answers. The answers really match the questions, rarely match the questions, don't really match the questions.
It's been going on with approximately this name since a long time ago. I guess it's 27 years. And we could be tempted to think that that means it will be going on for another 27 years. You can you can post a comment and answer the question here on the playlist comments chat board. You can find the link at the top of whichever way you're listening to this, whichever website you came from. You might find it at lastever.org. You might find it at wtju.net. You might find it at wfmu.org/drummer. I'm not really sure. Or you can send email. You can send me email. You can send email my way. You can send email towards me. You can send email that I will read. I would even read it right here on the show. I have 15 minutes left. If you email ken at lastever.org, that will be a way of saying something, of answering these questions, or of just saying something else, and I will be happy to say it to everyone else. Sometimes people have said things. Sometimes... Sometimes I say things. Well, well, you know, darling, I was only talking. I mean, you know me, darling. Sometimes I say things. send me your favorite little clip just like that. It could be a clip of you or a clip of someone else. Or it could be the whole thing. Send me your whole thing. Send me your whole thing. seems very straightforward. Your husband wants you to see me because... He feels I'm being irrational. He says there's no certainty I'd like Eastbridge or someplace like that any better. And he doesn't want to spend his life moving from one house to another. Yes, understandable. But Stepford, I know, has a reputation for being unsocial. 
So I also understand why you might be unhappy there. I'd be unhappy there. Any move is traumatic, and a city to suburbs move for a woman with interests other than purely family can seem like a jaunt to Siberia. What would you think of if I said Westport, Connecticut? Writers, artists. Now you have no reason to know this, but Truro, Massachusetts is a sort of elephant's graveyard for psychoanalysts. Perhaps Stepford is heaven for the house and garden type. One person tells another. <laughs> Some don't like it and leave, others that do like it arrive. I mean, Westport didn't always have writers. They didn't breed from an original pair. There are some people who talk and some people who don't, which means that there are some people who leave this place and some who do not leave. Has it ever occurred to you that you're just as much a prisoner as I am? That's why it doesn't matter who number one is. It doesn't matter which side runs the village. Both sides are becoming identical. What, in fact, has been created? An international community. A perfect blueprint for world order. When the sides facing each other suddenly realize that they're looking into a mirror, they will see that this is the pattern for the future. I get to talk to people who at long last know it's important. <laughs> the living makes such meaningless distinctions that how should I cut my hair? What kind of a car should I buy? Will interest rates go up? Uh, I don't care about any of that stuff. Precisely. All those things. Products you consumed, the politics you debated, the people you knew, all your life's moments, big and small, they look very tiny now. You want some new ideas? I could have told him some new ideas. Well, why did you let him talk to you that way? What do you mean? Fight the boss, man? Yeah, tell him your ideas. He's a person like everyone else. I'm sure look, I know these great. people, baby. They are rich and they're mean. They won't listen to me. Well, then why not fight harder? Make them listen. Because I need this goddamn job lined up for next summer. To be subordinate to a master and under wage labor is intolerable, can't be tolerated. Now that's been beaten out of people's heads over 150 years, but I don't think it's far below the surface. And I think it can be elicited. Why do you work? Because I can. Do you work a lot? As much as I can. Why do you work as much as you do? To escape the emptiness of my own life. What are you afraid of? Not being able to work. Are you working on anything new? No, I don't write anymore. Why not? I just don't have the time. I have to work all day. Time just slips by. I know what you mean. There's just not enough time in the day. Not as much as there used to be. Well, there used to be more. Yes, before I had to work, there was plenty of time. But you had all that stuff published. Sure, but it didn't pay much. I had a lot of debt from school, and I got married, bought a house. Life comes with all these expenses, and poetry just doesn't pay. Doesn't it? Not really, no. Today's students can graduate from college with a student loan debt of up to $100,000 or more. These students are then beholden to the banks for the next 20 years. And the best way for them to pay off these banks is to go to work for them instead of working for the common good.
You know, you work and you work, and you make sacrifices. You try to get up on your own two feet, by yourself, so no one can hold that against you. And when you make it, when you accomplish it, they take it away. Or worse, they prevent you from working. They don't let you do what it is that you're good at. They didn't want to hear about you when you took a subway to work. Now you take a cab, and you pay for it with your own money, and now they want to make you feel guilty for trying to work yourself to death. You know, my biggest fear is this. That all my hard work, all my good intentions, all my studying, have been nothing more than the building of a wall between me and life. You remember what your friend told you yesterday? Don't work so hard. Do something that gives you satisfaction, something that you always enjoy. Now, what do you really enjoy? Now, tonight, you, uh, forgive me for asking, you have something to do that gives you enjoyment? Yes, I think so. Now, that's good. You need joy. I can't get involved. I've got work to do. It's not that I like the Empire, I hate it, but there's nothing I can do about it right now. I think one of the great tragedies of this experiment called civilization is the fact that people have to work for a living. And it would be the first thing, if I had a choice, other than, I, other than my acne, I think it would be the first thing I would remove from my life. If I could erase an aspect of my life, it would be this need to work for a living. And you understand, it has nothing to do with the tour itself. When I'm on the tour itself, and I'm showing others the appreciation of beauty and the hugeness of all this, and experiencing the lascivious voyeurism of the tour bus, and eroticizing women in a conspiracy with this city, and, and having spiritual tantric connections with international flesh congregations, this is not, in my mind, uh, working for a living. And yet, at the same time, it is, because at the end of the week, when I've made $200 after taxes, and I have all these other pragmatic expenses just to keep the f cruise alive, you know, it's ridiculous. Uh, I certainly would never wake up early in the morning again. I mean, not unless I was cruising. I do it because I think, particularly in this country, uh, people are so distanced from literature, the way it's taught in schools, that they think that people who write are magicians on a mountaintop somewhere. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why there's so much illiteracy in this country. So by doing it in public, I show people that it's a job of work, like being a plumber or an electrician. Well, all I saw was workers killing workers. And there wasn't any point in it. They'd thrown you in jail because you wouldn't go? Them two years kept me from killing some poor stiff. They got pushed out on a battlefield by rich folks and politicians. And they were worth it. Please, please, please listen. I've got one or two things to say. Yes! Yes! Look, you've got it all wrong. You don't need to follow me. You don't need to 
been striving for freedom and resist constraints on their activity. Now this can be suppressed. So take something in our ordinary experience, uh, getting a job. Uh, suppose you're, you know, you're out of work, you don't have anything to eat, you look for a job. It's considered a wonderful thing to get a job. It wasn't always that way. You go back to the origins of the Industrial Revolution, mid-19th century. Take a look at the working-class literature. There was a very rich working-class literature. The idea of having a job was considered a, a totally intolerable assault on elementary human dignity and human rights. Why should you be subjected to a master? Why should anybody spend most of their waking hours following orders given by a totalitarian ruler. That's what having a job is. It means you're following the orders of a master. And in the early stages of the Industrial Revolution, this was regarded as not really different from slavery. In fact, it was called wage slavery. It was different from slavery only in that it was temporary that you could become a free, independent human being again. I think your instinct, you have to follow it, yeah. uh, because uh, it's easy as hell to buy a ticket to get into the arena, but that one guy that's gone, ah, hi, you know, it's a whole different story. And opinions are important, you should listen to them, sounding boards are important. But if you don't follow your instinct, and you follow the words of those on the perimeter, you'll wind up being what they are, you'll be what they think, and you're not your own man. Nothing's worth that. Thanks, everybody, for listening and for considering and for thinking and for finding yourself again and for just continuing to find yourself and really connect with others on the radio and not repeat but create. And I'm going to go. I'm going to leave. I'm going to end. I'm going to exit. This has been Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Please send me a note. Please email Ken at lastever.org or post a comment on the playlist comment. You can find the link at the top of lastever.org. You can also listen to 774 other episodes, perhaps, going back, going forward. And I go, I love you. And I also love you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening here at WTJU. Thanks for your support at WFM News. Give the Radio for pledging support. Thanks for everything. Check in at lastever.org. Post a comment. Say hello. Goodbye.
come back to hear it now and again I can't say that I'm certain what you're after but in this room a part of you will remain second floor the lady sleeps in waiting past the lantern in its glance And in the room the soft brown arms of shadows this room's the hardest one to pass how much will you pay to live in the attic the shade of your mind are the only rents I left some of it there if you thought you couldn't or if the shouldn't that you bought has all been spent this house goes on sale every Wednesday morning Taken off the market in the afternoon ah, You can buy a piece of it if you wanna It's been good to me if it's been good to you 